Being a sole trader and a self-employed person can be quite tough, especially having to navigate all the tax rules and regulations in order to remain compliant with the law. So in today's episode, I hope to break down and make clear some of the important taxes and some guidelines that you should follow as a self-employed individual or sole trader. Hopefully, by the end of this podcast, everything should be a little less confusing. Hi, welcome to the Infinity Talk podcast, where we have endless discussions about money, taxes, and small business finances. I am your host, Cheryl Thomas, and I specialize in accounting, bookkeeping, and finances. Every week, my goal is to provide you with financial insights, useful tips, and resources that individuals and businesses like yourself can use to manage your finances and grow your business. Thank you for joining us, and I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Let's get started. Hi guys, thank you for joining me for another episode on the Infinity Talk podcast. I often get a lot of questions regarding the taxes that sole traders and self-employed persons have to pay, and today I want to dive into some of these taxes and requirements. Now, for tax purposes, self-employed and sole traders are more or less considered one and the same. And many of the provisions and deductions that are available to employees, you will find that they are also available for self-employed persons or sole traders. So we'll start by talking about the taxes that will apply to you and then we'll get into some of the other responsibilities like pay, YE, NIS and so forth. So just like your friends earning a salary, Self-employed persons are entitled to personal allowance of $84,000. So that means that the first $84,000 of your yearly business profits are tax-free. That equates to just about $7,000 per month in monthly profits. Anything above that and you are required to pay taxes on the excess. So some businesses, especially those startup businesses, may find that they may not have to pay any taxes at all. Just like employees, you are also taxed at a rate of 25% on any profits under $1 million. You are also allowed all available deductions such as contributions to pension funds, tertiary education expenses, and any other relevant business expenses such as salaries, meals and entertainment, motor vehicle expenses, and advertising. Now, when are self-employed persons or individuals required to make their payments? Self-employed individuals or sole traders make their payments quarterly towards income taxes on the last day of each quarter, so in March, June, September, and December of each year. This is unlike employees who make their payments every month through the PayYE system, Sole traders and self-employed persons make their payments quarterly. And these quarterly payments are based on an estimate of your profits for the quarter. Why? Because your real profit is hard to determine at the end of the quarter. Because you might have outstanding bills or outstanding invoices. So the BIR accepts an estimated profit. At the end of the year, you will prepare your final income statement, which will then be used to file your tax return by April 30th of the following year. 
and you are required to file a tax return in April whether you make a profit or a loss. So even though you made a loss, you must file. Why? Because the BIR will allow you to offset that loss against any future profits which may result in your business paying less taxes in the following year or in the year that your business eventually makes a profit. The second thing I want to talk about is business levy. As a sole trader or self-employed individual, you may also have to pay what is called business levy. Business levy of 0.6% is applicable to sole traders and self-employed individuals having gross income or receipts in excess of $360,000 per year. This is about roughly $30,000 per month. Only your sales and revenue from business activity is used to calculate this tax. This is not a tax on your profits. Business levy like income taxes is also payable at the end of each quarter. As a business owner, you can only be liable to either business levy or income tax liability. Never both, right? So whichever is the higher of the two, that's the one you'll be liable for. If your business is in the first three years of establishment, you are not liable to pay business levy. Now, even if you're not eligible for business taxes or business levy, there are some other statutory requirements you might have to fulfill. And I'm talking about NIS, PayUIE, and health surcharge. In addition to your business taxes, as an employer, you might be required to calculate and remit these taxes and deductions on behalf of your employees. Being a sole trader does not necessarily mean you have to operate your business alone. You are permitted to hire employees. And as an employer, you must comply with the legal obligations that employers have and that is PayYE, NIS, and health surcharge. With PayYE, if you have employees earning over $7,000 per month, you are responsible for calculating the correct amount of taxes that should be taken from the employee's salary every month. It is also your responsibility to turn in these taxes to the Board of Inland Revenue before the 15th of the following month. You are also required to deduct health surcharge monthly or fortnightly depending on how your employees are paid and the maximum rate is $8.25 per week for monthly income over $470. Both PayYE and health surcharge is payable to the Board of Inland Revenue before the 15th day of the following month. Finally, we have NIS. Now, NIS is mandatory by law for all employers and employees. As an employer, you are required to pay a portion of the contribution rate on behalf of your employees. The other portion you will deduct from your employee's salary. The NIS contributions paid are determined by the contribution rates that are set out by the NIB. So the NIB has these schedules that will tell you exactly how much you should pay as an employer and how much the employee should pay. And these schedules are available to download on their website. NIS payments should also be paid by the 15th day of the following month. So all these three deductions are paid by the 15th day of the following month, which makes it easy to remember so you won't miss any deadlines. So let's say you have finished preparing the payroll for June. Any pay, health surcharge, and NIS must be paid over to the Board of Inland Revenue 
before July 15th. One thing to note is when calculating NIS and health surcharge, the weeks are determined by the number of Mondays in the month. Now, if your business has gross revenue or sales in excess of $500,000, you may also be required to collect and remit VAT on behalf of the government. At this stage, though, your business should no longer be considered a sole trader and you should actually seek registration as a company. So I've said a lot today, so let's just recap. As a small business owner, you are required to pay your income taxes or business levy at the end of every quarter. Your income taxes are paid once your monthly profits are greater than $7,000 per month. In addition to your quarterly taxes, you may also be responsible for PAYE, NIS and health surcharge payments on the 15th of every month if you have employees. And finally, at the end of the year, you must file your annual tax return. I hope that this episode was useful in helping you to understand what is required of you as a self-employed person or sole trader. Feel free to reach out to me via any of my social media platforms, which will be in the show notes below. If you need to find out any more information or you need clarity on anything that I have said in this episode. Before you go, stay tuned for today's Infinity Gems. Today's Infinity Gem is a word of caution regarding NIS contributions. If your business is a sole trader, you can only pay NIS on behalf of your employees. Sole traders and self-employed persons are not allowed to make contributions on behalf of themselves. If you would like to make NIS contributions on behalf of yourselves, ideally, you must be registered as either a partnership or an LLC. LLC is Limited Liability Company. This is especially important for females because NIS gives us access to a maternity benefit. So I would recommend registering as an LLC or partnership if you want to make NIS contributions for yourself. It may also be wise if you're a sole trader or self-employed to consider registering for a pension plan or annuity plan to cover your retirement since NIS benefits won't be available to you. To learn more about this, check out my bonus episode on retirement planning. That's it for now. Until next time. Thanks for taking the time to join us on this episode of the Infinity Talk podcast. I hope that I was able to leave you with gems that can help you to improve your personal or small business finances. If you enjoyed this episode, give us a five-star rating and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. All episodes can be found on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. Remember, any financial information shared on this podcast is not to be considered as professional, financial, or tax advice and should not be solely relied upon. Please contact your chartered accountant or tax advisor for an opinion on your specific circumstances. I look forward to having you on the podcast next week. Until then, continue to walk in your purpose, dream big, and live the life you've always imagined.